The wild card races are heating up in both leagues, but key injuries are cooling down some of the hottest teams. The postseason is just two weeks away, but the ultimate picture is still just a bit cloudy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld. We've got the whole crew here. Robert Stangler, Nick Budig, Noah Manderfeld in the house for today's episode. We are getting down to crunch time in the playoff postseason picture. That's all coming up on our discussion today. But let me introduce everybody first. Robert Stangler, how's it going? Uh, it's going. I've been actually, I want to do a little different intro this time. I've been paying attention to some certain players. And one of the things I keep seeing, we kind of talked about this at uh, the beginning of spring training, Eloy Jimenez, they still continue to pitch him away and he continues to drive the ball. What a surprise. No one's pitching him inside. I think he's going to get figured out next season. Sophomore slope calling it right now. Well, that was top of mind for you right then there. Wow. <laughs> yep. I, had change, I had to change my intro here, you know. Bless his heart. <laughs> Always and then uh, we got Nick and Budig in the house, too. So, dude? Not much. Just getting ready for this this heat wave we're about to have up here. Yeah, I heard. It's been humid all week. You know, there's always, there's like, I don't know, six or seven different seasons in the Midwest. Sucks. You get, you get your fake fall, then you get your, like, third summer, and then real fall comes after that, which means real fall soon, but we got to go through another week of mid-90s yeah. and, like, 80 Dew points. Summer's on the horizon. Yeah. And yeah, winter will be right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Noah, you're here too, I guess. I, I guess I'm here. I decided just to show up. You know, I was oh. walking the street, just walked in. But yeah, I had Plus a wedding this weekend. I had, I had a wedding this weekend, and I got to see Miguel Sano's Grand Slam while at the wedding and got to see the Twins sweep the Indians. Uh, basically, not quite seal the division, but put it in pretty good position. So yesterday was a good day. Yeah, they swept the doubleheader. That was big for them. We'll get into how important that those two wins were a little bit later here. Uh, my experience wasn't too great because Iowa State lost by one point to Iowa, and that is <laughs> yep. not, it's a big deal down here. That is not okay with me. I was pretty upset. Um, but, you know, we, we truck on. There's always next year. Keep on you gotta, you gotta feel sick to your stomach about the Vikings game today too, right? Yeah, uh, and the Cardinals, <laughs> and the Cardinals, <laughs> and the Cardinals. Sorry to bring him. it up, but <laughs> it's been a bad sports weekend for me, and then, so let's hope this podcast goes a lot better than Hopefully. all my favorite teams. Uh, all right, just before we get into the name game here, just want to remind everybody on all the podcast platforms: uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you download your podcast. Send your questions to be featured at the end of the show. To the Stitches Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Stitches Podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at Stitches Pod. That's at Stitches Pod. All right, let's do this uh, name game here and then let's get into some uh, postseason races. Exciting stuff. All right, so the name game, like every week, we throw out a name and we have to decide, or the panel has to decide if it's a real player or not. I've had a, a run of success here, so see if I can keep that up today. <laughs> All right. Today's name is Alfredo Colorado. What? Wow. Alf- Alfredo Colorado. He's a pitcher with the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> oh. Noah, you got to kick this one off, man. I heard you talk about Colorado a lot this weekend. I feel like you just made this one up. I'm going to say it's fake. Okay. Mm. 
Robert? Ah, he had to go with me next. Um, <laughs> well, it's not like it's going to make that, a difference, right? Yeah, Buddha's going to get that tiebreaker. I know. Dang it. Uh, I'm going to go with Noah as well. I think it's not a player. Okay, and Nicholas Budig. Um, Well, Lucas, I'll have to go with... Not my name. <laughs> <laughs> now it is. I'll have to go with True. We all know Nicholas is your actual name. Oh. So you can't, you can't You're going True, so... Yeah. Noah and Robert say no, and Nick says yes. I can't give you that satisfaction. Yeah. No. Well, that's, that's not fair. Game. You guys just like, now you're well, just. I know. Games. It's like we know this. I, I, mean, I have no idea what he is anymore. It should be a blind vote at this point. I know. I've, so got you, I've got you guys all mixed up. All right. I'm so, all recap Robert and Noah say no, and Nick says yes, that Alfredo Colorado is a real baseball player. You guys ready to talk some postseason baseball? It seems like it's been a long season. With all the uh, stuff we've talked about on this podcast, but now we're finally getting there. We're about two weeks away from the end of the season, but the postseason picture is still not really clear yet. We've still got a lot of teams in contention, and as we saw today, it can flip in one pitch. The Brewers hit a grand slam against the Cardinals to uh, pretty much take the, take the game and the series and pull themselves within three games of the series, and the Cubs won today. So like, like I said, when it gets down to two weeks, I mean, every pitch matters. Uh, not that the other pitches don't matter, but they just they're, <laughs> everything's everything's heightened this time of the year. Uh-huh. I want to start off with the American League Wild Card race because this one's pretty exciting. I don't think it's getting a lot of play, in, you know, on MLB Network and all the national um, people I read and listen to. Um, the Rays and the Athletics are both in the Wild Card spot right now. That's a very exciting matchup. We'll get into our our thoughts on that matchup, but. After this weekend, the Twins won two on Saturday against the Indians. They lost today. The Indians won today. So the Indians are within two games of that second wild card spot. It's a it's a pretty interesting race here down the stretch. Um, how do you do you think the Indians are out of this though? After kind of you know flailing in that doubleheader? Nick, what do you think? You think the Indians are still in this thing? Or is this kind of the nail in the coffin? I mean, mathematically speaking, they're still in this game. Yeah, but math doesn't matter, man. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 so tough to tell. I mean, both teams are dealing with injuries right now. The Twins pitching staff is dealing with injuries. They're they've they've been losing hitters. Uh, but I just think that 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 doubleheader sweep was just so demoralizing for the Indians. I mean, Steve Clevenger just gave up Mike one Clevenger, bad. Mike Clevenger. Oh, no, I said yeah. Steve Clevenger. Mike Clevenger. Yeah. Mike Clevenger well, gave we, up. He 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 took a shot at Jorge Polanco. So maybe it's just subconsciously yeah. you're trying to get back on. Yeah. I need, need him out of my head. <laughs> Yeah. He made he made one bad mistake, and that I mean that that's that's the that's the game. But again, in the in the nightcap of it, they they had the lead, and then all of a sudden, Miguel Sano comes out of nowhere. Who they who they have been very done a very good job at holding him down this season, and all of a sudden he's just going to take out all his all his Miguel Sano fury on him and launch a, the second grand slam of the Twins season on him. And so yeah. I think it's going to be tough for them to get back from this. They both kind of have weaker schedules, so it'd be interesting to see. But I, I just don't see him pulling this out. Both of them have injuries, and it just doesn't seem like they have much firepower left in them. Yeah, the Indians, Indian, that first game, they, they lost to pretty much the Twins' bullpen, essentially, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, both the, games. The, yeah. Well, the, yeah, that's true. They yeah, have both games, because they, they just pieced everything together after the rainout on Friday. Uh, so they Jake Odorizzi couldn't pitch two days in a row, obviously. He started the game on Friday, so they pieced things together. I think that even makes it even a worse kind of loss. Mm-hmm. Um Robert, do you think the Indians are done, man? No, I don't. I actually think the Indians can beat the Rays for that second spot. I don't. I'm not buying the Rays. I haven't really bought them at all so much this year. Besides that first two months, 
you know, when they were hot and everyone was all excited about them. Nick was talking about World Series. Oh, and now I'm a little I'm not I'm not too excited about him. I know they're getting Blake Snell back. That's that's gonna help him. He get he comes back in the next week and a half. But it's I think the Indians, the way they've been playing, even though they lost, they're playing with a lot of passion. I'm not sure the Rays have that kind of passion. And we all know Terry Francona is a veteran as far as manager. He knows how to get there in the postseason, make things happen, and the Indians could really spoil some games if they got in there. And I just I don't know, I'm not buying the Rays guys. I don't know. Noah, what do you think? The Rays? What do you I mean? Um, in terms of that, know. I mean, I'm going to focus on the Indians and their numbers against some teams. And the Indians right now against teams above 500 are 23 and 35. They're not taking care of business in that wild card race. Specifically, they're one in five versus the athletics and the Rays individually. They're not taking care of business against the teams they need to take, take care of business against. Um, I know they've beaten the Tigers 15 times in 16 games. They have a three game series coming up soon and then 12 against the Royals. But right now. The Indians, I know they have an easy schedule. They're not out of it, but they're just not doing well in the games that they need to be doing mm-hmm. well in, and that's why they're in the position they are right now. And the the Twins, they're better on the road. They have the best road record in the major leagues, the most wins, and that's why I almost felt more confident going to Cleveland than Cleveland was coming to Minnesota, and it showed in that doubleheader. And, I mean, 18 in- innings from your bullpen. You've got Mike Clevenger going game one. You've got all bullpen going game two. I was thinking, all right, get one win, that's all we need, and then let's try to win with Barrios tomorrow. And they get the winning game one over Mike Clevenger with a bullpen, and they shut out the Indians. That was huge. And then game two, I'm like, all right, they can lose this. And then Miguel Sano goes and hits a grand slam, and suddenly, you know, the whole, it's in a different perspective. And with 13 games left, a a four-and-a-half game lead, it's tough for the Indians. But I will say this, the Twins have been known to go kind of iffy against Four teams, um, and I know they took care of business earlier in September. But if the Twins somehow go 500 in this next stretch, and the Indians win, you know, 11 out of 13, which is possible, or even 14, um, I could see the Indians still making a run at this, which is why I didn't like the Twins sitting Barrios today. I, I personally think the Indians are out of the division race yeah, at this point. Oh yeah, it's um, it's, it's going to be tough, but I don't know. I mean, I the Indians have been getting on a lot of hot streaks, and I could see yeah. another hot streak. So let's right. talk about the Rays, because I'm looking at the schedule right now. They have the Red Sox, the Yankees. They got the a tough Jets. schedule. They, are they yeah, really, really going to be the second wild card? That's, and you said the Indians have it pretty easy. I think they don't. They have the Phillies in Washington as well. Those are not easy games. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they've got the but Tigers how, coming up too, but yeah. How cool would it be to see an Oakland-Tampa Bay Wild card so game. I, I'm really excited about that. The, the payroll, I'm looking at payrolls right now. Oakland's 25th in baseball, and the Rays obviously are last. So that's just a cool little matchup that could happen. We have know we know the athletics in the postseason. Their, their mantra doesn't really hold up. I'd be interested to see how the Rays do in the postseason if they make a run at it with uh, some of the things they've been doing, too. I, and so. I, think, I think the Rays could be that type of Brewers team in that um, just use their bullpen and use that creative yeah, really, pitching matchup to advance. An yeah, opener I, I, in the wild card game. <laughs> yeah, I think they do. I mean, I, to agree with Noah, I do think they have the pitching to hold down some of these offenses. Yeah, they got yeah, Glass and Blake Snell back. Glass yeah. back. Yeah, too, it helps. So. It definitely helps. Really, I, if you want, if you're going to get into playoffs, you're going to have to shut down three of the top offenses in at least in the American League. But are you feeling like the Rays are going to get that second spot? You don't think the Indians will come I, back in? I, I don't. I'm kind of hoping they do. The, the, the well, I know Rays have been, hoping, the Rays have been taking here. care of business. Really gonna, I mean, do you really think the Rays are going to stick there? 
the Rays take care of business. They've been beating the teams that they need to beat. They've um, beaten some good teams. They've beaten well, some good teams. And the, the Red Sox, Sox the Red Sox right now are kind of down in the water. I mean, they just switched GMs, uh, their or baseball or operations, but still, I mean, I and the Yankees, they're fighting for that top uh, seed, but still, I mean, I don't know. It just the Rays have been beating teams. And both the Rays and the Athletics are the hottest teams in baseball right now. They also yeah. play the Dodgers. Yeah, they play the Dodgers this next series. You're right. You are right. That's so not these are games in LA. Are, but what are the Dodgers competing for right now? Best well, major I mean, record. They're be rested, but they have to keep their starters out there. They don't even know what their postseason rotation is going to look like. Going. All right. I'd be concerned for them, to be honest. Yeah. I think for me, I, I mean, the Indians have probably the probably. A, more realistic shot that second wild card, but I've seen the Rays defy odds more than once this year, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't put it past them again. Man. They haven't gone away. They just have yeah. not gone away. I wouldn't put it past them. I get like all logics telling you, hey, the Indians probably have the best path to that second wild card spot, but the Rays just aren't logical. <laughs> they're just a good team. The way they play, the way they use their money, the way they trade, there's mm-hmm. they just they just have a di- they're on a different level. I feel like than a lot of other franchises, and I think you really can't. You you can't just make them an underdog just because they're I don't know it's they've defied logic that's just I guess that's why I'm believing in them down the stretch here if that makes any sense it but doesn't playing against oh, yeah. defending champs that's the only issue I have as far as the champs of the central you think they're just gonna go down without a fight no I no. never said that but the Rays aren't going down with the fight either. yeah but the, I'm telling you right now I just don't see the Rays getting in I think Oakland and Indians is very realistic at this point that'd be a fun game I just too don't I don't see wouldn't it. complain about that I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't um, even tell. I, you, I couldn't even tell you who'd win. It's that close. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is. I think. I mean, no one's talking about this race though. I, yeah. I think this is a good race because it's between three teams that are pretty small markets, and uh, I think it's really interesting. But and no I, one, I think everyone too. wants to talk about the National League, which we'll get to. I think mm-hmm. the the Athletics have issues going in the playoffs, but I think the Indians and the Rays both could make a run in the playoffs, considering their pitching and how they can get timely hitting. I agree. All right, let's let's move over to the National League now because there might be a little more discussion to be had here. Mm-hmm. Um, the AL race is really between three, if you want to count the Twins, four teams for that wild card spot. But the NL or the National League has like I don't know, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams in the hunt. Robert would probably dispute the Diamondbacks <laughs> still being in the race, but I'm sure he'll get into that. <laughs> so it's pretty much the Cubs, the Brewers, and Cardinals are all fighting for the NL Central. Like I said, the the Brewers pulled one out today against the Cardinals and got a huge win and a big series win. But then the Nationals, who are the first wild card spot right now, the Phillies, Mets, and Dimebacks are all within like five or six games. So it's it's still up for grabs with you know two weeks left in the season. I'm gonna start with you, Robert, because you were kind of passionate about this before the podcast. The Dimebacks, and we just talked about their hot surge a few weeks ago. They've kind of cooled off here in the last week, but. In, in your eyes, this nationally wildcard race, where is it heading? Yeah, it's not heading in Arizona's way. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> the way they've been swinging at pitches out of the zone has been disturbing to watch. Uh, last night they had one hit on one run, and it was a Nick Ahmed little – it was actually kind of a lucky hit. I know you guys are all about the lucky hits. Like, they're dumb yeah. and you want those hard drives. But it was literally – it bounced in front of Suarez, and it hopped over his head. That was the only hit they got. It was a triple – and they won one to nothing on a sack fly. What a joke! Like I, that, that's that's great and that's fun. Like that's baseball. I get it. But at the same time, in a postseason run, if my team's going at it, this is not what I like to see. And the fans are probably really disappointed, and I am as well. But 
to be fair, I wasn't expecting this team to win that second wild card. But on the other hand, I am a fan and I'm very disappointed. So I would say in the direction as far as where this wild card is going right now, and as much as I hate to say it, Luke, and I know you don't want to hear it. I know but, what you're gonna say. Yeah, I mean, I I thought about it, and we'll get to Yelich in a bit. I I talked about you know that injury is gonna be a big blow. Castaneda hurt, but the Brewers talk about still being in it, fighting, and they won two or three against St. Louis. I still gotta stick with them winning the Central and St. Louis taking that second wild card. Sorry. Oh, you actually have St. Louis wow. in. That's good. Wow. I do. Yes. Because I I, do. I, I I know a lot of teams right now because the Cardinals have like seven of their last uh, 13 games, I think, against the Cubs. Yeah. Or yes. eight, eight of their That's last tough. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and so they, they have the Diamondbacks as well. Diamondbacks and the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah it's tough. So this, is, this race is super tough. exciting. There's mm-hmm. like all these teams are playing each other. The Brewers have the easiest schedule out of all these teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. They have, That's they're, why I they're kind of coasting. Like, wow, I can't go against this. It's crazy. And they're the hottest team. Yeah. And, so, and the Mets, going. they have the Rockies, Reds, and Marlins along yeah, with the Yeah, they've Blades. been playing really well lately, too. So, the Mets, too? Oh, Mets could make a late run. They're three and a half games back. Games, but Arizona the bad. Games, games, but games. All these teams are in play except for the Dimebacks, according to Robert. Nick, what are your thoughts on where this wildcard race is how it's going to turn out here in the next two weeks. I don't know. Like we've been, like we've been saying everyone's playing each other. It's kind of like already a playoff for these, all these wildcard teams. National seems like they were running away with it for a little bit, uh-huh. but seems to teams are other teams are storming back like the Brewers and the Cubs. Uh, it's, I still think the nationals are going to make it. And then it's just that three team race between the, the central two of those teams are going to be in the playoffs and it's going to be a tough luck for the team that isn't in the playoffs. Yeah, we, we predicted this at the beginning of the year, too, guys, when we did our little NL Central preview. Uh, we said this is probably the most contentious division in baseball. We weren't wrong. I mean, look at where it's heading right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the Cubs have just completely blown out the Pirates, and they've won all. They swept the Pirates while the Cardinals and the Brewers beat up at on each other. At home, though. Keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, and, but they scored like 76 runs. I know. <laughs> it was a domination. Castellanos had the best. Yeah, Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos might be one of the better deadline moves. Probably the best deadline move this year. If, if I mean, it's, he's, he's the reason on. why they're still in this. Yeah, his mm-hmm. his offensive contributions have been big. Chris Bryant's back. He had two home runs today. A home run yesterday too. Yeah. So but that offense is clicking. The Cardinals. Hilarious. The Cardinals really. It's their division to lose because, like I said, they're playing all these teams. But mm-hmm. this is gonna. It's just gonna be a tough road here. They had a yeah. huge lead. Yeah. I mean, well. huge is like five games. Not, well. Not, I mean, that was big for the Twins, and then suddenly, you know, it was yeah. creeping, and then it came out, and now it's, I what, call five games. I, wouldn't call I don't know. Five I would, because... Right I now, a five-game lead is yeah. pretty big, but I, a week or two ago, that's, that can go down pretty quick. We knew it was um, five games, the caveat that the Cardinals are playing the Brewers and Cubs, you know, at the end of the season. So it's like, yeah, it's five games, but the Brewers and Cubs will have a shot at them right. um, yeah. before the end of the season. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. The Brewers right now... Their run differential is negative 30. And in fact, MLB.com, their standings, they do an, uh, it's called X wins losses. And it's how many wins losses you should have based on your run differential. They're saying the Brewers should be below 500 based on their run differential. <laughs> but yet they're still 80 and 69. <laughs> they're just scrappy. They know how to win. It's, it's, it's really uncanny to watch this team. Yeah. And we talked about the Brewers being one of the hottest teams, but they're without their biggest star, Christian Yelich. Yeah. yeah. Broke his kneecap after following a ball. That sounds super painful. That's, I mean, you'd have to hit it at an angle where it goes like under your knee. Like, just imagine uh, how painful that would be. Poor guy. 
He was on his way to an MVP year. Uh, That looks like it won't go to him now. And Mm -hmm. uh, the Brewers are without their best player, but they are still, like we saw against the Cardinals, two of three, they're still winning games. Nick, is this just that? Is it a huge, huge loss, or is this something they can you maybe gloss over? Yeah, I mean, you you can't say that the reigning MVP breaking his knee in the playoff race isn't a huge loss because it is. I mean, he was, he led almost every stat in their offensive categories and he was their offense, but this team does have some scrappy players. I mean, they have some former Royals and Moustakis and Kane. Mm -hmm. Um, They have some good offensive players who can carry the weight. Braun just hit that grand slam today against the Cardinals and they, they have some depth. It's going to be, it's going to be a little tough. Someone's got to have to fill that role, but I think it's going to be a, a collective effort by the team. And I, and I think it's, they're going to keep on chugging. They're hot right now. There's no reason that they that losing one player should tear this team apart. Robert, just how big is this loss for the Brewers? It's big, but at the same time, they lost Brandon Woodruff, and a lot of people counted them out. And mm-hmm. they just find ways to make the rotation. They went out and got Pomerantz. They He's got Lyles. Great. You know, yeah. they, they make things happen. It's it's as much as I just kind of knocked earlier before we started this podcast about the analytics of the Diamondbacks, the Brewers analytics is actually working. And there, it seems that it worked last year and somehow it's working still. And you talk about the strength of schedule. It's it's almost like a walk in the ballpark for them moving forward. It's walk basically, like you said, it's up, to, it's up to the Cardinals' destiny right here. They are the ones yeah. to lose. <clears throat> it's up. Yeah. The Cardinals control their own destiny. You're right. Yeah, and I think it's just, again, I said it before, it's fun to watch this Brewers team that on paper right now looks like a pretty mediocre team. But if they somehow find a way, I mean, look at the rotation. Chase Anderson, Zach Davies, who overperformed in the first half, Gio Gonzalez, and Adrian Hauser and Jordan Lyles. Yeah. You know, I I just... I don't, and and now we take away Christian Yelich, your MVP, who's basically the heart and soul of that offense. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in pretty good position. I yeah, agree. Those are, that's a similar rotation they had last year, too. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the bullpen was way better last year than it is this yeah. year. With that, all that high leverage last year tore him down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. One team we haven't talked about a lot in this race, the Phillies. Is this <laughs> is this something? Are we writing them off? Or is this? do you think they could uh, make a late surge here, too? It's going to be tough. I don't it's know. Going to be, it's going to be really tough. It seems like every year this team has something inside the clubhouse going going awry. And so, yeah. Well, I right now they're, they're four. They're together. four and a half back. So they're yeah. probably the more long shot, like they, the Dimebacks right I'd now. I'd say they have the toughest schedule at, at Atlanta, at Cleveland, at Washington. Yeah. I like. I'll be honest. I like Arizona's odds a little bit better than the Phillies, based off yeah. the strength of schedule now. Arizona doesn't have. They've been playing horribly. Okay, don't get me wrong. But their schedule is not that tough besides St. Louis moving forward here. That's yeah. Otherwise, it's basically Padres. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> well, sitting pretty at the top of the wildcard standings, the Nationals, are they a lock for that top spot, you think, Robert? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I had them winning the division, so that's not going to happen. The Braves are just too good. In mm-hmm. fact, I will go on a limb now and say the Braves are probably my World Series favorite for the National League. I don't think the Dodgers with their rotation – Issues yeah. they've got going on. I like on. the Braves a lot too. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. I don't see it happening. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out and say that. But no, yeah, Washington has played some great baseball. Like their bullpen was a huge mess in the first half. I think that's the only reason they're not like two, three back against Atlanta right now. But <laughs> it is what it is. You got to keep as it. And if they get in, 
I mean, I wouldn't want to face Scherzer game one. That's all I'm saying. And Strasburg game two. And, and Strasburg and Corbin game three. And then Corbin game and three. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, they're the Astros good top three. rotation of the National League. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's nuts. And much, every yeah. year it seems like people pick the Nationals. And the one year they get the wild card, it could be their year. You never know. You just don't just, know. just look back at May. We were talking about this team potentially having to, you know, yeah, being yeah. a failure of a franchise and having to completely remodel their whole system. And, now look at it. They're they're winning the wild card. I do think this does mask an issue in the organization with developing bullpen. That's a whole another discussion we can go into. But I think it's good for the Nationals to be finally having some success with a team that they've built. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Mets are seven and three in their last ten games. Um, and like yeah. I think you guys mentioned, an easy schedule the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, they could spit in there too, and then no one's gonna be criticizing their front office for all the moves they made this year. Even Nicky though Galloway's just, still in the hot seat, though probably. Even, yeah, he he'll, is. He'll yeah. always be in the hot seat. Uh, Robert, <laughs> you touch on York. yeah, Robert, you touch on the Diamondbacks a little bit, but um, just how what's gone into this stretch? I mean, we were like I said two weeks ago, we were talking about them potentially being that second wild card team, and now they're three and seven in their last ten games. They've lost the last few. Uh, what's just been their issue from your well, point? Well, I think Torrey Lavelle has been resting. He said he's been saying this the last two years. He was going to rest players like Adam Jones for the second half of the last month to keep him fresh, and then he doesn't use him. Yeah, I understand he's been struggling, but you're going to put out Dyson, who's hitting like a buck eighty in his last 15 games. He's done nothing. His defense is it's really good, but we need sticks. I mean, Arizona, like I said last night, Arizona only got one hit on one run. That's That's unacceptable in a playoff run, and it's the Reds. Yes, I understand the Reds are an okay team. We talked about possibly one of those surprise teams at the beginning of the year that could go 500, but you still got to find ways to beat those teams. And Arizona can't seem to find those ways. And Tor Lavello keeps mixing and matching his lineups when it's too late in the season. We got to start getting comfortable with what we have. You look at St. Louis, they don't change their lineup very much. They're very well, how comfortable good is their with lineup? what they have going on right now. Their lineup's been good. It's been really better, good. but their like solid. Paul Goldschmidt's been amazing recently. Yeah, it's I mean, you saw, everyone's getting has been man. great. Everybody's getting comfortable. That's 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 the thing, you know. And I feel like he changes things too much. Like he's put Wilmer Flores lead off today. You I mean wish Lavello, he would have done right? that. I wish he would have done that two weeks ago. He's a contact hitter. All he has to do is get on base. He's been putting Marte lead off constantly, and he's been their best player in the last month and a half. When people are starting to talk about him for an MVP case, so I think realistically, I understand it's been three years, but Arizona's not really gaining to get better. And I know Noah might disagree with me on this. But I think Tori Lavelle's got to go. I think it's time to find somebody else. I wish they would have got Joe Girardi two years ago, and I'm sticking by it. I think there's just a lot more. And we had this, we had the manager debate way back, I think, in April, um, talking about managers' place in organizations. And I think Lavelle was Hazen's hire, correct? Yes. Three years ago? Yeah. First, um, yeah, when he first. Yeah. They, were, they were together. I mean, I, mean I, I feel like there's more than just these game decisions and that Lavello. Uh, and Hazen, same mindset, same vision for the organization. And, and Mike and Hazen's pers- the uh, the GM. The GM, the yeah, he's the GM yep. for the Ibex. Just got extended actually uh, a couple days ago. Which um, I'm okay. With. Yeah, he's, he's been great. Mm-hmm. I I think there's more to it um, it, that will keep him around. I think the Diamondbacks really do like him. And, and I mean, you may question some of his decisions, but that is some of the trends going on in baseball. We talked about it before the podcast. Francisco Lindor is leading off for the Indians. I mean, yeah. I know he's better than Marte, but Marte is, I mean, he's the best hitter in that lineup. Same with Marte and the Diamondbacks. It's a thing that's happening. Acuna hits leadoff, doesn't he? I know, but that's only yep, because he tried, they tried him in the three spot and it didn't work. It's not like Lindor didn't do well in the three spot when he was the three spot like three, four years ago. He was still hitting. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, first attack. I just think, yeah. So after, after, I mean, but after this last stretch, I think the Diamondbacks. I mean, their their time is done now. Yeah, I, I would. And we 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 kind yeah. of predicted that two weeks ago too. Yes. We kind of said I don't think they're going to be this hot in the season, but they did make a case, and it was interesting. Plus, Robbie Ray's um, got some blister problems going on. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not helping either. Poor time. Yeah, think. another yeah. big big player gets hurt down the stretch, kind of like Yelich. Yep. One of those big players. So, all right, we got to wrap things up here. We're gonna do the name game and then uh, finish off the show. So the name game I gave the panel was Alfredo Colorado, and the way I said that made it sound way cooler than it actually is. But it's Robert and Noah said no. Nick said yes, and Nick's right. Nah, Dang nah, it! Nah, nah, nah. Oh I wow. I don't know anymore. It's a bloody miracle. And that's he a, was born a, a year name. after me, and that's he a is he pitched in. Rookie ball and low. He's terrible. He What's pitched in rookie ball and low A. He's 23. Colorado. He has a 6.59 ERA this year. Is it spelled just like Colorado? Yeah, it's spelled oh Alfredo my. like the pasta and then Colorado. But he's got to have some nasty stuff, though. He's his from nickname, Venezuela. His nickname should be Pasta State. His name? <laughs> pasta State. Well, another one of those guys. Oh, that's true. Wow. That's a good one. Oh. You guys are. Yeah. Some- I'm still angry, though, so it's fine. That's right. All right. Well, thanks. Well, yeah, we'll let you be angry. We'll let you be angry. That's okay. Uh, Well, uh, just a reminder, we're on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcast. Send your questions, please, to thesestitchespodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on the show. That's thesestitchespodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at stitchespodcast at stitches pod enjoy the next uh week of baseball things are heating up it's fun to watch this time of year then we got postseason baseball which is the best time of the year we'll be back next week with another episode thanks for tuning in today take care everybody